Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Andrew Pollard, the CEO of BlackRock Gold Corp. They're a junior gold explorer with some high-grade numbers. They talked to us about their 2020 plans and what they were able to discover, which tech and Placidome didn't. Andrew, how are you, sir? Very good to be here. Actually, you know what? I'm at my house right now, so it's normal that I'm here, but it's good to be with you. So Brilliant, brilliant. Well, like, th- thanks for joining us. Um, BlackRock, we actually got requests from some of our subscribers to talk to you because you had a hell of a ride uh, last year. Okay, I think you were telling me earlier when you stepped in, it was at three cents and yeah. you, uh, you, 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 drove, you drove that up in one of the best performing stocks. Um, but we'll get, we'll get into that. But let's start with a one minute summary, helicopter view for people new to this story. Yeah, well, listen, you, you sort of hit the nail on the head. It's been a hell of a ride. And in the past uh, month or so, we've, we've just been stopping to fill for gas. We're only midway along the journey. So, um, you know, what we have, we've got about a 45 square kilometer um, land holding uh, in Nevada, where uh, two prolific gold uh, regions uh, intersect. We're at the northeast tip of the Carlin trend, um, right where it intersects the northern Nevada rift. Um, our property is called Silver Cloud. So, um effectively uh, our project um, on one side it's got some of the largest gold mines in north america we're about 20 miles uh north of gold strike which is the single largest gold mine in north america mm-hmm. um but uh, our mineralization is more um in line with the northern nevada rift um which has some of the highest grade gold mines in the planet we're right next door to the hollister mine um, which uh i think their average grades are on 39 grams per ton that was a million ounce discovery where um, just uh, south of uh, the Midas mine, which uh, was the basis for, I mean, that was such a good project that it made Franco Nevada change her business strategy and get into the mine building business in the 90s. That's okay. a three and a half million ounce uh, project, uh, which, you know, I think at their discovery was 30 ounces, 30 grams per ton. So we're, we're targeting, um, uh, we've got this huge land holding. Um, it's very rare to have a junior company with this, uh, with this sort of real estate. Um, you know, our, our property consists of 572 mining claims. Most other companies down there might have, you know, 50 to 100. So, right. uh, you know, people say you've only got one project. Well, we've probably got uh, the equivalent of four to five and it's target rich. So. Well, let's get into that. Let's get into that uh, before you tell me the whole story. Let's pause for breath. <laughs> um, let's go back to the beginning. You joined in May. You, yeah. you, you came into the company in May. Uh, what, why did you come in and what happened around that time? Yeah, well, listen, uh, there's generally two reasons why people do things, uh, either inspiration or desperation. Uh, I, I stepped in here be- out of pure desperation. Um, I, my background, actually, um, for the last 15 years, and, and keep in mind I'm uh, only turning 35 in a couple of weeks from now, uh, uh, but my background for 15 years was as a management consultant. I actually had an executive re- uh, search firm where my business was ensuring that the right people were behind uh, the right projects. And all I did was mining. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, you know, I guess uh, I got burned. It's, it's ironic because um, what happened was I became so myopic and so focused on the quality of this project um, that I invested in and, and um, solicited investment um, from other people um, on the back of Silver Cloud. And I didn't really look at, um, I guess, the people that were behind the scenes calling the shot too much. and and. Um, uh, it wasn't a winner. Listen, good projects get broken by uh, bad management teams all the time, and I'm going to be the first to say that. Um, when I saw what was going on at the company about a year and a half after they acquired the project, uh, I had a reputational stake on the line. 
certainly I had a big uh, uh, position of the company. I uh, had put, a, I believe, $100,000 into the original uh, transaction private placement that they did at $0.10. Cents. Um, and, but more than that, I brought clients and I brought people in on the back of it. And it was embarrassing to see a company. Uh, so what, tell, tell us about what, what was happening. What was your problem with that, with, with the team well, that were there? Sure. The, yeah, the, uh, in the preceding year, uh, management had raised $1.6 million. Um, over the course of nine months, they'd spent $1.9 million. And all that had been um, accomplished was uh, effectively 42 soil samples. Um, the company was out of money. It was unfinanceable. Uh, I got out of bed one morning and I saw a news release where management was going to be issuing, uh, proposing to raise another $1.6 million at $0.05. Cents. They were going to issue 32 million shares and 16 million half warrants. It would have absolutely killed the company. Um, so I just said, you know what, uh, uh, you know, guys, we can do better. And um, I, I made them an offer. I guess they couldn't refuse. And I said, you know, I'm going to come in. I'm going to clean this thing up. And that's what I did. Listen, my background's in building teams. Well, that's, what the, that's the power I have. I've got a good contact book. Uh, so what I did is I went about reconstituting the board. It's funny, as you said, um, uh, you know, we were three cents when I started. That was the, the day I started represented the 52 week low. It actually, uh, the stock sold down on the news of me joining because they thought, okay, this is who the hell is this guy? Um, within a few weeks, we were at 10 cents. I, I reconstituted the board and um, we've been one of the best performing stocks um, since. Okay, so that team left, you made them an offer they can't refuse. I love that phrase. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> um, nothing, nothing too terminal, I hope. Uh, so th they've gone. <laughs> you brought some new people on board. Um, so that that talks about the team. But this asset has been around for a while. Yeah. You had it, obviously. Let's let's talk about the well-trodden path. Yeah, like, so I guess. But uh, tech and place of place of doing were also in there. What what are you yeah, going to do that yeah. they couldn't? Well, listen, you, you know what, what's interesting is this project hasn't been drilled since about 2005 until we just completed our, our first drill program on it in December. Uh, what are we doing? Well, listen, um, uh, this project represents a time capsule. What's, what's happened in the last 15 years from a regional geology perspective is, um, I guess, you know, sort of like that movie Pleasantville, um, that old one where everyone was seeing in black and white and all of a sudden they start seeing in color. Well, what's happened in the last 15 years is the discovery was made right next door, the Hollister deposit. Um, every, everyone, uh, the northern Nevada rift trends in a north uh, northwest orientation. Um, the vein systems of Midas, which was one of the sort of uh, original discoveries in which uh, Tech and Placer Dome had thought the vein systems would run, they ran north-south. So uh, when Tech came in, uh, in 1999, they drilled a few holes right into the middle of the old silver cloud mercury mine, mm -hmm. and they hit some banger uh, intercepts, some very high-grade uh, sniffs. Uh, but what they did, and their mistake was, they followed it up, uh, drilling, uh, thinking the veins would go uh, vertically north-south. Uh, while they couldn't connect the dots, they got no joy. Um, it was because, uh, yeah, they were operating under a faulty understanding of the system. While it was only in the so, early so, 2000s... Says, says, says who? Who says they were... Uh, yeah, so, so says, our, uh, says our initial results. Our first drill program was set out to prove one thing, and it was a proof of concept. It was that Tech and Placer uh, got the orientation of the system completely wrong. Instead of the veins going north-south, uh, they go east-west, just like the discovery next door at Hollister. Uh, that discovery was made after all of the drilling at our project had been done previously. So what, what, uh, what happened in those 15 years? What we bring to the table is the understanding of what happened right next door, and that unlocks the potential of this project. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So and so, tell me, tell me about the technical team because obviously you're not technical. 
You worked yeah. in mining consultancy, but on the recruitment side, right? So right. Yeah. who's the team behind you allowing you to drive this thing forward? Yeah, as you said, listen, I'm not technical and I, uh, you know, uh, um, I want to ensure that I got the, the best of breed here. So um, I actually went right back to uh, to uh, the guy who used to run exploration for Placer Dome. He had oversight of, uh, over their entire Americas division. Uh, and Placer was one of the largest gold companies on the planet at the time. His name was Bill Howell. I brought him uh, on as executive chair. He's effectively calling all of the shots uh, at the project level. And guess what? He was the one who compelled uh, Placer Dome to do the joint venture with tech. Uh, when they when they drilled Silver Cloud back in 2001, 2002. He is excited. You know, it's not me that came up with this uh, change in orientation. It was him. He looked at all of the data, the drilling that Tech had done, the drilling that he did with yeah. Placer, and he realized that, you know what, if you, if you take the preconceived notions about how the vein system should be and you load everything into Leapfrog, all the previous historic intercepts, and you put it through an east-west plane, they all line up like you're looking through the barrel of a gun. Um, so he put together, you know, 17 years later, he's back at the helm. He's been giving the keys and I've, I'm letting him drive. And, uh, yeah, he's very happy to pick up right where he left off with a new idea. And it looks like the idea is starting to pan out. Okay. In interesting there. And who's, who, uh, who's the finance guy behind all this? Well, listen, I'm the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a jack of all trades here. We're a lean and mean team. Um, so I make, you know, I put the coffee on in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm handling things on the capital market side of the business right. and, and uh, getting the dollars and I'm letting Bill do what he does best. You know, I'll give him the money and let him, uh, okay. let him uh, find the goal. Well, let's talk about it. So you're handling the capital market side of things. So you're not, you're not necessarily a capital markets guy, but you definitely well, are it, dynamic. So, but so well, what are you, what are you, you doing? You're going and single, in and talking yes. to people. You're yeah. Well, listen, my, my background, um, uh, you know what? I'm not a capital markets per se, but I've had a huge exposure to capital markets throughout my life. My father was an institutional sales, uh, head of institutional sales for a, a large um, brokerage in Vancouver. He had a lot of mining exposure. Uh, the way I learned about the industry early on when I started my practice was actually uh, in buying stocks, because when you buy stocks, you're immersed in the companies you follow. And that's how I, uh, so, you know, as I was focused on mining, all I did was invest in mining stocks. Um, I followed them, I'd hound management, I'd take big positions into companies into private placements. So my, my understanding of capital markets, I mean, I opened up my first trading account when I was 19 um, and have been wildly active ever since. Yeah, but there's going to be a bunch of people watching this interview, we hope, uh, with the same experience. They're not, that doesn't necessarily mean they're yep. going to leap into running a mining company. So well, what, 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 uh, are you, what are you actually doing? Yeah, well, listen, some of my old biggest clients um, before were on the investment banking side too. I uh, worked with Sprott, uh, a resource line. I've, you know, I've worked with, so so it's about immersion, um, whether you do the, the, the securities course or not, you know, that's a, you know, that's a month long endeavor. I think, um, uh, you know, I can, I can take a French course for 10 years in, in elementary school and, and high school, and I still can't speak a lick of it, or I can go to France for a month and uh, come out fluent. So uh, right. I've, I took the immersion route. Um, in terms of uh, my secret sauce is, and I've got a great network, um, it, you know, not many recruiters uh, it, it, that are focused on, listen, uh, since I started my company in 2006, uh, about 90% of that time has been in one horrific bear market. Now imagine trying to be a recruiter uh, in the face of just nothing but layoffs. The only reason I've been able to make a living and a pretty good one at that previously was was because I was good at my job and I had no leverage to compel people to hire the people I, I introduced them to is because I was connected and everyone I, uh, okay. everyone that ended up getting hired was a value add. Right. So but that's what I bring here. That's the, that's the team. Um, I do like your energy a lot. Um, let's talk about the business plan. Now don't tell me about drilling. 
I want a business plan. What kind of company are you trying to be? What are you just gonna develop? You know, drill a few holes, get some results, and then get someone else in else to take it over. Are you gonna? Don't talk to me about building things out. You're so early stage. You can't, you can't no. possibly be are thinking, you thinking like crazy? that. Crazy? Holy right. cow! Right. No. So, to tell me what's going on in your head there. What, what What does the next two years look like for you? Oh my goodness! I, two years from now, I'm seeing beaches. I'm seeing uh, yachts. Right. Um, uh, one when you're. Uh, Come listen, on. We've got. Let's get uh, we've we've got. Um, if you know, this isn't a proximity play. Um, you know, the the project stands on its own technical merit. But if this was. You know, in terms of real estate, I mean, this would be akin to a corner lot in Beverly Hills. Um, we're surrounded. The reason, you know, Golden Triangle, Red Lake, you know, those are just uh, junior mining investors. There's a euphoria there. In terms of uh, ounces in the ground, in terms of historic production, the Northern Nevada Rift, the Carlin Trend make those uh, those areas look like the kiddie pool. We've got an Olympic-sized swimming pool here. And 45 is target rich. So what we're doing is it's going to be hard to discuss my business plan with you, an exploration uh, company, if it doesn't involve drilling, because uh, frankly, I'd be leery of uh, explorationists that uh, don't get to that. No, but what, so, I guess uh, the, our, the question is, you know, you, you, you're talking to a bunch of you want to talk to a bunch of retail uh, investors, yeah. family offices, yeah. high net worths, et cetera. You, you, know, you know, you know, a lot of the institutional we're, guys. We're that, surrounded by operate. Listen, there's big yellow trucks driving by us every day, hauling ore. Um, we're uh, we're surrounded by Newmont Barrick. Hecla owns all of the ground around us. Um, they've got um, three operating mines right now, um, and and uh, a mill which are trucking everything to about 15 kilometers away from us. Right. Um, we're we're not in Timbuktu. I mean, listen, I I pick I, I get a coffee from Starbucks in Battle Mountain, and by the time I'm at the site, it's still hot, and I get full bars on my reception. So, um, this is a this is a, a the place to be now. The reason there's not the euphoria is because uh, about where we are, and I think it's just an understanding that, that people don't grasp is that, um, you know, Barrick and Newmont and, and Heckler aren't putting out news releases every other day. All this ground has been staked for, you know, 30, 40 years. Our project, um, uh, the guy who owns it, staked it in 1999, since before the discovery next door was made of the high grade veins. In fact, you know, Hollister, even though now it's an underground mine, uh, it started out very similar to what. Um, Silver Cloud looks like Hollister was originally a mercury mine. Silver Cloud's named after uh, a huge mercury mine in the area. Not many people don't know this, but Robert Friedland got us started Hollister. It was actually uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, it was operated as an open pit. What they did was they drilled some shallow holes into the mercury mine there, and they were able to pick up um, some good sniffs of disseminated gold. And uh, Galactic Resources operated that as their subsidiary called Ivanhoe. It was called the Ivanhoe Mine. Um, he kept the name. He liked it. It's got a special place for him. So, you know, as a first-time CEO, I think I'm in a good, uh, good area to start my career too. Okay, but but again, the the question is, what's the business plan? You're saying yeah. You, so you... so listen, we're hot on the trail of uh, we've been able to connect the dots on something that neither tech or plaster could figure out. Um, we've now proved our concept in terms of. Um, at least the, the orientation of the vein system. We think we've got this um, problem solved in a two-dimensional perspective. Um, what the initial results are uh, that we had released, and keep in mind, we haven't released the full hole yet. We still got more assays pending in a matter of weeks. But what those initial results said, we were right about our uh, the orientation of the system going east-west. Uh, but uh, the grades indicate, and all the geochemistry indicate that we hit the epithermal system a little too high up. What mm -hmm. does that mean? Well, it means we go deeper. Instead of solving this problem from a two-dimensional, now we're on to the figuring out the third dimension. Um, to put it in perspective, the vertical extent of Hollister in terms of ore-grade material 
uh, next door. It's about 1,400 feet. If we're hitting uh, eight grams per ton, um, plaster hit 12.5 grams per ton material in the same area. If we're hitting that at the top of the system, while the grade potential down deep is huge and we've got a lot of room to figure that out. So we're planning on going back uh, within a matter of weeks. We've got the drill rig confirmed for February 1st to start drilling and we're going back to drill straight down two deep vertical holes, 750 meters. We're going to try and get to the bottom of this to figure out where that boiling zone is, uh, where the uh, high-grade epithermal gold is going to fill, uh, uh, drop out. Right, okay. So, so that's what I'm hearing is the, the plan is to, work out, is to work out what you've got with mm -hmm. some drilling. And once mm -hmm. you've worked out what you've got, you, you're going to do what? You're going to talk to some of the people we're, around you. You're going to go out to market, company. get more money. And drill yeah, more. We, what's the, what's the if idea? We hit, if we if we hit anything substantial, if we're able to prove it, we we've got a geologic interpretation on the back of this that suggests we've got up to five kilometers of trend potential going across east west. Uh, we've got um, you know, and that's backed up by data now. Uh, if we hit anything in the way of uh, high grades, which are inherent on our gold belt, I mean, I'm not getting out of bed for an eight gram per ton intercept, but I'll take that at the top of a system. I'm getting out of bed to find the similar stuff that Midas found at Hall and, and you see at Hollister. Those are, you know, two of the top 10 highest grade gold mines on the planet at one point when they're operating. Right. So, um, so that's the plan. So, 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 yeah, so that's the plan. We're a one asset company. Uh, we're, you know, if we hit something like that, we're going to, whether we like it or not, someone's going to take us out. I don't control enough stock to block that. And you think I want to be building a mine? Give me a break. Great. We're, we're going to be. We're going to be listen we're this is a major mining project wrapped up in a one asset junior company and we're uh, we're getting some serious momentum you've given us some insight into your thinking there okay that that is that that's great okay i'm not going to get into the who how when and what it's going to cost you because i think you've got some drilling to do but you do have a private placement which you're trying to get over yep. the line at the moment how much are you raising yeah, we're seeing, uh, we're, we're raising 1.5 million bucks. Right. Um, this is all going to go into the ground. It's uh, uh, we're doing a unit at 20 cents with a half warrant uh, at 30 cents. Good for two years. Right. Um, we're placing larger people in here. So uh, we've seen some weakness in the last week or two. Um, if you want to look at the data of the trading, it's actually been one seller primarily that's been dumping. Why? Um, Why? What's going on? Uh, you know, it coincides right with a, a four-month hold coming off of a previous five private placement that was while that was in the money. So if people want to cycle through and, and take their principal investment out and mm. come along for the ride in the half horn. That's fine. Listen, everyone's got their own strategies, and this company is bigger than any one shareholder. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, there's a there's a business side to things, and there's a technical side of things, and I'm here to try and marry the two. So uh, yeah, we're raising 1.5 million um, yeah. at 20 cents. Uh, we're positioning larger groups in here, so they don't. No one, none of these guys are getting dissuaded by what retail uh, is doing because you know we're trying to place people for you know between a hundred thousand and five hundred thousand, and you know if they want to buy that position in the market, they can. But we'll we'll give them a much. But uh, but as it stands, people will be paying a premium at twenty cents. But you're you're, you're saying the recent drop since last week, yeah, week or week ten days or so has been one major holder coming off a four month hold. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's verifiable. You can yeah look. It's one point three million shares by one by one house selling. Um, granted, I think you, you know, uh, I, I it looks like they're near exhausted today. We've tightened up a fair bit. Um, okay. And, so, you, so you think twenty cents is twenty cents will be uh, you'll be able to get that placement over the line? And when's that close? We're we're moving well, and we're going to be uh, as I said, we've got our drill committed for for February um, to start drilling again anyway. So. Yeah, uh, we've got. This is a great time to get in. I mean, our 52-week high was uh, 
back in October, I believe, is 35 and a half cents. Yep. Uh, we're traded down to 16 cents the other day on the back of this person selling, maybe 15. Um, and now I think we're back up at 18. So this this is a bit of a shakeout. But listen, it's the the junior explorers. Uh, you know, the stocks to avoid in this industry generally are the ones that go in a straight line. Listen, this business isn't about having a straight line. You want to have a, a chart that looks healthy. Mm. Our original run up actually looked pretty healthy because we kept consolidating. And then, um, you know, we three cents and then 10 cents we traded there then 10 cents to 20 and then 20 to 35. And now we're back down to 20. Okay. Well, you know, everyone's positioned higher than they are. And this is the next we're poised for next leg up. We've got more assays coming soon. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So. I think you've got to get out. You've got to raise that. You need this uh, placement to be able to raise the money to do the drilling. You've got a bit of cash mm -hmm. in the bank at the moment. How much are you sitting on? Oh well, we're, listen. We raised a million dollars back in in September, um, and we put. Uh, I think we spent a little over a million dollars into the ground in this last drill program. We had. A, we're fortunate to have had. Um, uh, to have had a, a whole bunch of warrant exercises come in. So okay. it paid for an additional hole, um, yep. which we weren't budgeting for. Yep. It paid for downhole geophysics in a survey. Um, it paid for uh, uh, some conference. Our first, the first time this company's ever presented at a conference was in uh, uh, Zurich at the Precious Metal Summit. So yeah, we've been able to get a lot of, uh, we've been able to get a lot of bang for the buck in terms of dollars raised versus money deployed. Uh, now we're topping up again and keep going. It's the okay. nature of the beast. Um You've been buying in the market. I've been looking. You've been buying <laughs> regularly, so that's good. Uh, are you paying yourself? I can't. You, are you yeah, paying well, listen, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I, this is one of the only jobs I think where it's actually cost me much more money to. Uh, I've, I've put in something like 150 grand since I started. Uh, I was doing a back of the napkin sort of stuff, and yeah. uh, when I joined, I think I took uh, I'm on a ten thousand dollars a month. Uh, uh, consulting, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think in terms of it, I also put my practice on hold, um, you know, so, you know, and I was making some good money there. Um, it, it's uh, so I, I took a huge step back in pay to write the ship here. I'm um, just doing enough to keep the lights on. And frankly, as I said, I've, I've put in a hell of a lot more um, than I'm taking out and I continue to buy. So uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be putting some uh, writing a check into this uh, upcoming placement. Too. What was the board pay themselves? I mean, what's the total cost overhead for the board? Oh, the like board, Bill, the board Alan, nothing. those guys. Oh, Bill. Well, the, the, the directors don't get anything. Bill is operational, so he gets a salary. He took a huge step back to beer, too. I can't remember what he's getting, but it's, it's less than half of what he was making in his last job. Um, uh, his job before this, he founded a company called Rye Patch Gold. It was also a Nevada gold explorer mm. turned producer. Uh, that was sold for $120 million Canadian uh, about six months before he took the job here. He didn't come here for the money, um, and he didn't come here to report to me or work with a, you know, uh, a first-timer. He came here because Silver Cloud's always attracted him, and, and he thought uh, he got it wrong the first time. So uh, it's good. We're a, we're a hungry management team, and, and we're committed to spending the money in the ground. Okay. Have you got offices in, where are you, Toronto? Uh, so we're, no, I'm in Vancouver. You're in Vancouver, uh, we sorry. We have an office. Right. Yeah, it's, it's the same office. Um, uh, I think the company is getting a, a banger of a deal. I think it's about $500 a month. Oh, um, nice. We're lean and mean. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this is a, this is a tight <laughs> ship. Uh, our Good. overhead's next to nil. Okay, that, that's that's kind of where I was getting to. And like, just, just kind of wrap up, because it's nice to have fresh stories like these you know for our you know subscribers and viewers yeah uh, so I've, I've enjoyed listening to this and the energy you, you have but at the, but at the same time you you've got to sell into the market and persuade the market that this isn't just a very enthusiastic dynamic young man called 
Andrew Pollard telling a story. When are you going to be able to show them that results that justify and validate what you're saying now? The next six months is going to be absolutely. Yeah, I'm taking sleeping pills these days because, like every, it's like a kid looking forward for Christmas morning. Um, the next six months, we're going to be putting doing some serious uh, footage in terms of drilling. We've got high. We're still awaiting more than. I think the market doesn't understand this. We haven't released this, a full hole of assays yet. Um, we, we're still waiting on sec the, the lowest sections from hole one, some sections from hole two. We haven't got those yet. We just put out partial results, enough to know that we proved our concept. We still got full holes, uh, four and five. Um, five was by far the deepest hole of the uh, uh, of the last program. We think we might have hit the boiling zone on that, but what ultimately results will be the judge. But as I said, two weeks from so, in addition to those results coming out, we've got the drill coming back to do two vertical holes mm -hmm. to test the extent there, 750 mm -hmm. meters. We're also planning to drill for the first time this brand new target, which we identified this summer. Um, this is Bill's discovery. It's a uh, uh, directly uh, directly west of the Hollister mine. The veins mm -hmm. in Hollister are literally pointing at this um we found eight veins outcropping at surface there's gravity lows up there we've already correlated gravity uh, these gravity lows throughout our system to be mineralized we think they're uh they're, they're these geyser basins where there seems to be uh, lots of uh, uh, intrusives forming and and the, the high-grade veins are very uh closely associated with that they're directly adjacent to these um these these uh gravity lows we've got three of them up in this area we're going to be doing discovery hole drilling up there we've got a 3500 meter um, uh, RC program slated for summer. We're going to do some geophysics uh, to tighten up some of the targeting. But listen, if you've got if you've got um, some of the the veins from one of the highest grade gold deposits on the planet, literally going pretty much right up to your property border, uh, and you've got eight veins outcropping at surface in the middle of Nevada, yeah, I, I get out of bed for that every day. But we're much more advanced down at our uh, uh, where our current drilling is focused and. You know, we know we're, we're pulling at threads, and luckily now we know, you know, we're, we're finally starting to get some more. So this is going to be a very busy, active six months. Fantastic. Andrew, great story. Um, like I say, lo love the energy. Uh, I want to stay in touch and hear how you're doing, and I'll have whatever you're drinking because the energy levels are off the charts. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.